1: very exciting week. We have two extraordinary ladies, very influential, and we are going to bring them on momentarily. This show, of course, is brought to you by Big Events USA, the Red Carpet Connection, and the Keep Smiling Movement. And both of the women that are going to be on the show are actually writing their chapter for the Keep Smiling Movement that is being sent to the big networks. And we are so excited to share their story and their journey because one thing I've found in doing this project is every single person that is doing really big things in the world They had to either overcome a lot in their journey, or they learned a lot during their journey to cause them to be a very big amplifier of love and leading. So, Andrea, how are you doing? (laughs)
2: Well, Ken, it's been incredibly interesting here, so while I would like to profess that I have superhuman powers, I'm feeling a little like the kryptonite is upon me because the Keep Smiling movement is a beautiful, wonderful project, and I'm so excited about it, and there is a lot of moving parts for us to do this big project this summer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so our deadline of June 30th has been adjusted probably four times, and... (laughs) The cool thing about it is the adjustments have been made because there's been a lot bigger and more influential people that want to be part of this project. So that part's been super exciting. And, you know, when you have this vision of sending 100 books of people that are making a difference in the world, it sounds really easy to say, and by the way, it is. But when you actually have to do it, there are (laughs) all kinds of things like interviews, transcription, editing, editing. Getting photos correct—it's—it's uh, it's so many—it's so amazing. But I think we have seven hundred or eight hundred actions that have to happen, and we are well past the halfway point. That part's cool. So we have in the ninety percentile of interviews and chapters done. We are still looking for people in this late hour to uh, finish that hundred, and we have some people that have got ads in and um, their quotes, dedications. So this is a book that actually allows. The leader and the author to share their journey, share how they're impacting the world, their why, and most importantly, who they're dedicating the book to because that person made a difference in their life. So that's pretty cool
2: and and while while uh, so our original deadline of june 30th was for the 100 to have already had everything submitted and then then uh we extended that not only for the new amazing people that have come into the project but because we were like oh we need dedications oh we should add ads you know and all the wonderful things to give people this experience of um the you know building the community and getting so much outreach out there um so it's being really built upon like you said and but we're still on deadline as far as we wanted to get things done by the end of summer. And end of summer is not here, so we are still on target for that. And we just uh, I'm just excited that we're going to keep doing it and make it happen.
1: Well, that was very nice of you to use that end of summer deadline, which... I guess we can allow that live, but <laughs> truth, be, truth be told, it was my birthday wish for August 5th to have 100 books be sent out to some major networks, and we're going to get them done in August, so that's still, I, I think a lot of people are celebrating their birthday month this year, um, because it's just so much easier to celebrate every day of a month, but you know, the, the guy who actually started the Umbrella Syndicate, he decided that he was going to celebrate his birthday year, so every single day he'd celebrate his birthday. That was kind of a unique way of living life.
2: (laughs) I think it's awesome. (laughs) That's
1: great. Well, Phyllis Phyllis just actually sent in her chapter, and uh, I'm excited to actually have this conversation with her because – She's gone through the program just recently, and um, Chris Salem was the gentleman who introduced us to her. And it's really cool that this project has turned into Pay It Forward for who else is leading with love and who else is causing massive impact in the world in a positive way. So why don't we bring Phyllis Arn? Can you introduce her?
2: Please, I would love to do that. So we have Phyllis Amon. She's an internationally known best-selling author of the book Overdue, Quality Care for Our Elder Citizens, and she's known as the voice for elder care advocacy. She's an elder care consultant, advocate, speaker, and she's also a speech and language pathologist who brings an insider's view into the nursing home industry after having 40 years in the nursing short-term rehabilitation facilities. Um, she has great insight and necessary information for individuals and families so they can become more informed and effective for their level ones, whether they're in short-term or long-term care. She's been a regular guest on radio. She's doing some great stuff, it sounds like, in the future here on television as well. And she's also a board member of the Massachusetts Advocates for Nursing Home Reform. And she's also a certified dementia practitioner. And She's got great empathy and great love and high standards of care to help people build innovative programs. And I love that she's really going around the country to speak on the subject of caregiving, empathy, and the needs of our culturally diverse Necessity of knowing our ever growing senior population needs our love and care, so Phyllis, welcome to the show
3: Oh, thank you so much, andrea, and thank you um, you and Ken for giving me this opportunity. You know can um, you mention that Chris Salem brought us together, and he 's such an awesome guy and um, Actually, you know, this was supposed to happen months ago, and as you know, we all say things happen at the right time for the best possible reason, and you know, there were kinks in the process, and those things happen, and um, you know, I actually think there's a, a valuable, I don't want to, you know, lesson for people like don't give up and be persistent, because I woke up last week, and I said, you know, I, I should contact Ken Rashawn again, and I did, and it was so timely, you said, because you were you were doing me smiling books. And um, I was just thrilled that you asked me to be part of it. So I, this is just such a perfect time. I couldn't wait to get the chapter in. And, um, you know, anything I can do to help to promote the chapter or help it along, I'd be greatly, you know, thrilled to be able to do that.
1: Well, thank you, Phyllis. I, I have to say that the timing of this is pretty extraordinary because you were trying to reach out to me on email and I'm pretty oblivious to you need to know who you're communicating with and how they communicate best and email is certainly not my (laughs) strength but I am also thankful to Chris Salem because when he heard about the project he had you as a forefront name that I needed to talk to and your story is going to be shared with the world at a 100x factor a lot of people that do books they're sharing the their book and their story and their content at a one X or two X factor. And that just means that they have a publisher and they have themselves. And this key smiling movement is about positive leaders synergistically collaborating to help each other learn about their stories and help the world learn about the author or the spotlight person in the book and everyone wins. So it's a pretty cool journey. And I was so pleased when I spoke to you on the phone that I couldn't tell myself but invite you into this project because you play big. Um, We've both been affected by, and and we're going to learn later that Robin also has a commonality in the dementia and um, Alzheimer's aspect of how people that, that you love when they have dementia or Alzheimer's, how much it actually impacts your life and how it causes you to actually realize how precious life is. So, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for spending time with us. And let's go ahead and talk about first, I guess, segue-wise, what was it like to do this project, this uh, key Smiling template?
3: Well, it was, um, you know, when I, I spoke to you first, I think you said, oh, you know, it will take you about an hour. <laughs> that, that hour came and left because I Uh-oh. really had to think. <laughs> no, but I, I was in a, a good way, I think, uh, not to, you know... Scare people off, but I really had to give a lot of thought to how I wanted to present and and share my story in a way that would be impactful for other people. Um, you know, you know, I do seminars on caregiving, the sandwich generation, and you know other topics as well, as well communication and empathy. And um, what I find is that no matter who I speak with, they have been affected in some way by having either a loved one or older parent, um, you know, that needed some kind of care. And if it wasn't them directly in their family, it's somebody they know or a friend or whatever it is. And um, so I, I say, as with many things like health health issues, uh, um, it's really a, a great equalizer because it has nothing to do with where you're from or what language you speak or where you went to school. Um, or how old you are. And I tell the story that I actually learned about caregiving uh, from my mother who helped care for her mother. She used to travel two and a half hours to to take care of her until that was no longer feasible. And we brought her to a a nursing home near our house because, uh, you know, the physical arrangement of our house really wasn't conducive to bring in a hospital bed. And so she went there every day from morning until night to take care of her. And there was a period of about two weeks when my parents went on vacation and my sister and I took over those caregiving responsibilities. And I went to this nursing home the first time and my mother, my grandmother was a very proud, pristine woman. And um, well nursing homes were very different then than they are now, there are things about them that aren't so different, which are disturbing, which is what brought me to this space, and uh, I walked in, and there I saw her sitting in a very unkempt situation, and I just, I ran out, and I, I composed myself after walking around the block a few times, you know, crying, and, you know, spent the next two weeks helping to care for her, and that really left an indelible mark on my heart and my mind, and as in later years, when I became a speech pathologist, I believe that that, you know, kept calling me. And that's why I went back to work in nursing homes to help care for as many people as I could.
1: Well, I'll say to you that people that are caregivers are really showing their true character, they're showing that they have a purpose to actually make a difference in the world. And they're showing how much they care and respect the people that have the wisdom and that raised them and devoted their energies to the future. So I applaud you for that. And I have seen it in so many ways with you in such a short time we've had a conversation that you said, hey, if you need help with this project, because you'd asked me how overwhelming this is or how this project was going. I didn't know, honestly, when I got into it, that it would be so intensive on the editing. And you said, hey send me the stories, let me help you edit. And it really shows your heart. You're such a giver, Phyllis. And I am so thankful to you recommending Bob Stills. And we are communicating at least through email and text. But I I, I think we're going to have a conversation probably today or tomorrow. But when I told you we had graphic arts uh, strains and we had editing strains, you actually stepped up and said, I have solutions. I would love to help. And I have a great graphic artist. So Big shout out to Bob Stills and also again Chris Salem for making these connections happen. If you want, just just comment on that.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely, Chris Salem. Actually, everyone he's introduced me to, connected me with, has been fantastic, and everybody feels the same way about him. He's a down-to-earth, authentic guy um, who cares deeply about, you know, helping people achieve their highest level. You know potential, I would say, and so uh, he introduced me to Bob Stills, and Bob and I have become real friends over the telephone, never met, and um, he has done fantastic work. Talk about giving! I mean, he stepped on and stepped up and done things for me from a graphics point of view that I didn't even ask him for. That are just beautiful. I mean, if anybody goes to my website. uh, www.voiceforeldercare.com or goes to any of my social media platforms all of those banners are banners that Bob created and the video that I have on my <clears throat> Voice for Elder Care Advocacy Facebook page is something he just took it upon himself to do and it's really fantastic. He's a great guy so I think he you is. enjoy working with him.
1: Oh definitely And and by the way back to Chris it, it kind of hurt me because at Voice America, which you just uh, recently became a Voice America host, if I recall, right?
3: Yes, I have a show that's going to launch September fifth. Um, we're just sending <laughs> in the contract today, and I'm just so thrilled. You know, it, you know, just to go into that a little bit, I, I connected with this gal Mary Sissy Patton in Wisconsin, and we're also very much aligned. And um, I said, you know, what about doing a podcast and we you know we started looking into it and i just on a whim said you know what let me look into voice america i was on chris's show sustainable success at the beginning of the year right about the time my book came out and i knew i was uh you know talking with you guys about doing this show and um sandra uh from voice america called me and i told her what my my platform was and and she was thrilled from the get go and um yeah, so we're moving forward. So the beginning of September, um, yeah, I'm going to launch my show. I'm, I couldn't be more thrilled.
1: Well, congratulations. Uh, just a little bit of a downer. I don't like doing downers on the show live especially, but um, Aaron just wrote me and said that Chris Salem is his very favorite host on Voice America. So <laughs> kind of kind of a hit to the chest on this one for me. But, uh, <laughs> Well <laughs> like deserved, like I right? Said,
3: everyone's a comedian, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I should stick to my job, right?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about some other lovely things about you and your journey and your why. How did you actually create your why?
3: Well, um, so after working in um, over forty skilled nursing facilities. You know, I became increasingly disheartened about the quality of care and the quality of life that people were experiencing. And I think the important word I have there is people. And that, you know, I believe that people think of nurse, you know, in general, I'll say, you know, we think that uh, nursing homes are a destination. It's like over there, we put people there and uh, they're there to, you know, waiting to live out their last days. And I never thought that it needed to be that way, and it was always a constant uphill battle in every facility in which I worked, where I was always not only, you know, working with people from a speech and language point of view and building, you know, involved in clinical development programs, and I've done some great things in buildings, but it was always a fight about improving quality of life and quality of care. And, um, you know, after a while, it just became so frustrating, I said, "I I have to make... How am I going to really make a change? Something has to be done on a larger scale. So I decided to step out of that space. I actually have two books. My first book was self-published in December 2017, Nursing Homes to Rehabilitation Centers, What Every Person Needs to Know. Admittedly, it got a little academic and in the weeds, which really is what brought me to write the second book, uh, because I think it's more readable and easy to understand and much more for the lay person and um i just started to become acutely aware of the fact that you know this really is is just should be thought of as just geography you know people who no longer can care for themselves or maybe they don't have family or or you know they they just need to be in a different living situation they're really just moving into a nursing home if we think of it as just geography I think that would change our attitude, even thinking about what it means to age. And just because people can no longer contribute to society from a job sector point of view doesn't mean they've outlived their usefulness or purposefulness. You know, there are a lot books about this. And so I really wanted to step out and speak about this. How The words we use, I don't even think people realize it. It's so entrenched in our culture and our language. Even from a young age, you ask people, you know, young children, how old are you? We're always using that word old. And so, you know, when you turn 30, at least when I was younger, because I'm a person in more advanced years, I almost said an older person. I violated my own credo. You know, you're like (laughs) over the hill. And I think it becomes like a declining process. And I, I my way of using words is to say we're continuing life's journey, you know, we're we're in our advancing years and if we can think about it that way and change our attitudes, then we'll Insist that people have a you know quality of care and quality of life no matter where they live, just because you 're living inside a nursing home doesn 't mean that you can have a purpose and actually there 's a wonderful book called "Life Worth Living by Dr. William Thomas, who wrote this book in the early 90s. He was a medical director of a nursing home in upstate New York, and he transformed this entire environment. I recommend this book to, to really anybody to show that it can be a lot different. And he created this, inspired this movement called the Greenhouse Project. And it's about life with purpose and and the kind of environment that people should be living in. And so I want to make such an impact. In, and I feel that if people become more informed about what their loved one de- deserve and demand it, then the more voices speak about that and demand it, there will have to be a change. There'll have to be a shift. And that's why I think being part of the Smiling Project is so important because it's the same kind of thing. If we care about one another, if we share smiles, if we share goodness, then we'll think differently because essentially it's about our future selves. It's not an us and them, you know. If as we advance in years, for those of us who are fortunate enough to get there, right, um, we don't we want a, a quality of life and quality of care for ourselves. So it's really not an us and them thing. Um, it's about all of us. We're all in this together.
1: Well, I have so many comments to make. So let me see if I can remember them all. So first of all. So many other countries use in their language, how many years do you have? And I think that's a tribute to how many years are you accumulating towards wisdom? So that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say is that the elderly are lonely at the highest propensity ever. I mean, I just saw in the news last night that some elderly don't have a, a conversation with anyone for 30 days. So it's that's so important true. this key smiling movement that – We embrace the elderly, not because we feel sorry for them or because they're lonely, but because they're wise. They have so much to give. They have so much that they actually want to connect to the future so we have a better life. And the other thing I wanted to say is um, there are so many things that we can do to actually cause a movement when we actually cause smiles. So what do you think of that?
3: I think that's phenomenal because – You know, I I thought about the quote. First of all, I wrote an article called The Wisdom Keepers, and I'm debating if I'm going to start it as my first newsletter or blog article, but it's about that very thing, that these are people, and Native Americans especially, think of their elders as actually the wisdom keepers. Right. And... um, and so many other cultures do value their elders in that way, although as the population is growing uh, around the world, the aging population, it's, you know, there's increasing challenges in every country about you know, how, we, how we are going to deliver care for those who you know, have care needs as they get older because you know, it is a reality that as you get older, you may have more conditions, you may become more frail, and you may not be able to do so many things on your own and you'll need help. And, um, you know, one of the um, quotes, because in your smiling book it says, you know, like, what quote do you want to use? And um, one of them that I I actually had two, I couldn't decide. And one of them that I thought of was, you know, a smile, um, you know, it doesn't require any heavy lifting. And actually, I don't know if people really realize this, um, it's the only exercise you can really do for your cheeks. Um, as a speech pathologist because when we want to exercise people's cheeks, you know, we have them purse their lips and then smile. And so I say, you know, uplift your heart and uplift the heart of another. And I think if all of our hearts are uplifted, then we will think more kindly about each other and uh, at no matter what age we are.
1: And I want to say the third point I wanted to bring up, which was the people that are elderly or most wise – probably have the best answer on how to create and inspire the most smiles in the world because they got the clue, they got the answer. And so it's not a it's not a barometer on how much you're actually making a difference in the world, but it is actually a way of impacting the world to make it more positive. And so that's why you were chosen, Phyllis, to be one of the 100 people. I wanted to make sure I got uh, Andrean to give you a little question that she had so Andrea
2: the question I have is really too in-depth for the show so maybe you can address it with a little quick uh, one or two you know uh, sentence um, feedback, you and I had talked about uh, dementia and, and people having a voice for long-term care, and Ken's mother um, had passed from complications from dementia, and our next segment, we're going to be talking about, you know, nutrition that feeds your brain, so I wondered if you could discuss uh, dementia and, and the family's role and how you can make their lives better in helping them make decisions for their loved one, and we only have like two minutes.
3: Oh, <laughs> Oh, gee, thanks for that. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. (laughs) Well, you know, I think first and foremost that anyone who's involved in caregiving for a loved one, but especially those who have dementia and, you know, see the the advancing of the dementia, which is a decline in function, you know, deserves tremendous applause because it's not an easy journey. And... You know, where the journey starts when people take on this role is not where the journey ends. And I think people should reach out for support. People have to remember to care for themselves. They need to honor themselves. They need to understand that they're doing the best they can. Families, it's not, this is not always an easy thing. Families need to come together and talk about this, how things are progressing, decisions that need to be made. And, um... You know, because very often people say, "Well, I'll never put my loved one in a nursing home," or the you know the parents will say, "You know, please make sure I never go to a nursing home," or it could be a spouse as well, and sometimes people have to forgive themselves and understand that when it comes to a certain point, that's something that may have to happen. So I think people need to reach out for support. You know, there's tremendous support with the Alzheimer's foundation, the national council for certified dementia practitioners. There are, there's support in communities and, um, you know, just remember that you have to take care of yourself because this person is depending on you. And, um, You know, it's just such an important role. And I think people realize it as the condition advances.
1: Totally agree. And I am so happy that you're a guest today because it's interesting that we decided to do the 100 project that so many people have been um, affected and conversing about the importance of mental health and taking care of the elderly and also the wisdom they provide our future. So we're going to be back in a couple minutes to actually bring our next guest in Robin Hack and this has been brought to you by Key Smiling Movement the Umbrella Syndicate and the Red Carpet Connection we'll be back in a couple minutes
0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify.
1: Welcome back. This is Ken Rashawn. What an amazing first segment. And we are going to have an equally cool and impactful second segment. So, Andrea, if you'd please bring Robin on as soon as possible.
2: Yeah, So, building a company around the concept of human potential was a natural choice for Robin Hack. Since the age of 16, she's been extremely health conscious and she's a dedicated vegetarian. Her initial foray into the healthful lifestyle that she's maintained to this day. Clarity has its roots in Robin's diversity of business and life experiences. This journey has helped shape her personal and professional pursuits. So, uh, for example, from 81 to 95, she owned and operated the multi-million dollar equestrian operation in northern california and texas and she also was promoting her husband or her husband excuse me her family's business during that time it's called the hoffman california fabrics company and it's a 90 year old company that's within her family that's deep deep in history and renowned for its hawaiian designs and quilting fabrics and she then became uh promoted to become cfo for the company and she's assuring a healthy balance sheet while charting the course for future growth. And then she really got excited about direct sales about nine years ago when she witnessed that it was a way to help other people in many ways from not only helping themselves build a business, but helping them make an income and really gave her an opportunity to have a product that was innovative, that offered healthier solutions for toddlers to grandparents living in today's fast paced world. So she came up with Clarity, which is a nutritional company that really gives you a path towards achieving your highest aspirations in all areas of your life Robin thank you so much for coming to the show it's been a pleasure getting to know you well
4: thank you for having me can you hear me well
1: I can hear you great actually so thank you for being part of the show of Amplified and you know it's interesting we put two people together in a show it's like this timing and connection actually makes sense so you heard Phyllis speak and what did you get out of that first segment
4: Oh, so much. She's amazing, and I love hearing her and her passion for helping elderlies and, you know, the nursing homes and so forth, and all she's learned through her life and experiences is just incredible, and I do have an elderly mother that's 90 now, and she has had dementia for probably about seven, eight years now, and it's just interesting to me, how different all our personalities are <laughs> and just the caretakers we have that look after my mom and like Phyllis was talking about, you know, they're just incredible people, their love and care and, and their passion for these elderly people and how we're blessed to have um, in-home caretakers, but it, I deal with them all the time and so forth. And, um, it's just so incredible to me how their patients and they're just, love and service for others just stands out tremendously so that's what i kept thinking about
1: well i have to say that the the name of your company actually is such an important word because i i came up with the name amplify because it amplifies truth but clarity actually is another form of purity and, and truth so how'd you come up with that name
4: I guess when I was looking at, you know, starting a company and my favorite word is clarity just because I know in my head if I want to be successful and want to, you know, move forward, I, I have to be in, I can't have gray area. (laughs) And I just, I'm a black and white person, I guess, and it just has to be, um, right there for me. So I love that word clarity. And then we actually, I wanted to change it a little bit and I put the eight in there instead of the I just because I believe in abundance, which that's one of the Chinese um, versions of the eight, but also infinity. And I, like Andrea said, our family business is actually in its 95th year right now. And so when I started a company, I just feel like I want to leave a legacy and have it for infinity, you know, infinite. So that's
1: well, such a perfect eight in there. Well, such a perfect candidate for our key Smiling project, obviously with how much you're impacting the world. I wanted to just... I guess, address that we had actually met some time ago, and if it wasn't for Andrea, we wouldn't know <laughs> that this connection actually existed <laughs> and how the show is going to actually be put together. So if you want to comment on that, feel free to.
4: Yeah, I just when Andrea was Andrea was telling me, you know, her partner was Ken and all, you know, the Keep Smiling movement, and I was all about that because I'm all about smiles, and, you know, or... Uh, and it's all the law of attraction and you attract people with your smile. But when she was telling me, her, she kept telling me about her great partner, Ken. And I thought it was so interesting when finally I realized it was Ken Rason And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really, I've met him face to face. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, years ago when I, you know, we had a first event for Clarity five years ago. And you were at an event or having an event in the same hotel and you came over to our room because of some, I don't know, some people had gone over to your room and you were coming over and taking all these <laughs> pictures and I just, your, your energy caught me. And so I totally remember you and I just thought that was just incredible how amazing how the world works.
1: It, it is. And that's actually something I wanted to bring up in the show is how when you're playing big. The room you're in is not big enough, so you want to actually find out what else is happening outside of the room without taking away from your focus or your clarity, but to actually expand on it. So that's pretty cool. I wanted to uh, ask you our big question of how your life started and what actually happened in your life in your early years that caused you to get the clarity of being who you are now.
4: You know, um, when I look back when I was a kid and stuff, I think the biggest impact in my life when I was a child was that I always saw my dad, you know, as such a uh, mentor in my life and how he never had a job where he was an employee. And he was like always had his own business and was an entrepreneur and so was my grandfather. And I think just knowing that, never knowing of that being an employee even existed really because I just thought you always owned your own company Um, and so I think that had a big impact knowing that I was always wanting to be a leader and how he taught me and one thing I always remember my dad said is don't be a sheep be a black sheep because be the leader of the group not the follower and so I think those things really resonated with me over the years and um, led me to you know want to be a leader in my life.
1: Yeah, that's actually an interesting point because whether you're the black sheep, white sheep, whatever color sheep you are, you actually have to just be different. You have to be whatever is out there. You have to create something unique. So, how did you actually come up with how you could be more unique?
4: Well, I think it's kind of funny when you ask me that because I come from a family of surfers and I was raised on the beach in California and. I went another path. When I was eight years old, I was introduced to horses, and I right away wanted to have a horse, and I wanted it to compete. I didn't want to just have a horse that was a play around horse, and so I got on this mission, even not really knowing it, but as a kid, I wanted to show horses, and so I became, you know, I started showing horses ever since I was eight, and did that through all my years, and my dad would always tell me, you know, oh, you'll you know, become boy crazy or something when you're a teenager. And I didn't, and I stuck with that path. And it led me, you know, to become a horse trainer at one point and live in Northern California, Texas and show horses all over the country. And, and so I was totally different than my siblings. And then that led me to owning my own business and being, you know, leading that company with, along with my husband and growing that business as well. So I think that kind of says it, that I'm you know, just always followed my own path.
1: And so important. I know since Andrea's uh, spent some more time with you, she has a couple questions she wants to ask, so I'm going to turn it over to her.
2: Sure. Well, I've gotten I've gotten to know Robin really well, actually. We've spoke on the phone several times, not only in interviewing her for the Keep Smiling book, which she's also doing, so I'm so glad that you love smiles, but also we've been talking about Clarity, the product that you have available now in the world, and I'd made the reference to brain health earlier, so I'd love for you to talk about Clarity and the different products, um, you know, and then and give a chance for Ken to um, maybe add and contribute some questions in between, too, uh, while we're talking about the different products.
4: Yeah, so I got on a mission um years ago when my daughter was going off to college and really wanting to make an impact in the world and I got looking at my life going to be empty nesting and you know running our family companies phenomenal but I was just like I I've always been like Andrea said um health conscious and and so I just decided I with our society is so sick and kids so sick and all this these diseases on the rise, how could I make a more of an impact? And so I did launch the company Clarity with a um, a couple products, a kids and an adult formula of our product called Calibrate. And it really gives you mental clarity and it just happened to do that. It wasn't like intentional that we were de- designing a product for mental clarity, but it gets rid of inflammation in the body from the cells and from your organs. So, when you can get rid of inflammation, that's at the core of every degenerative disease. It's a huge complement for the body to heal itself. So that was our first product. And then the other with the gut-brain access that's become so profound today in the world um, with science sh- um, um, showing that, you know, everything starts in the gut, even the brain, dementia, Alzheimer's, ADD, autism, and these problems are stemming from the gut. And so we do have a phenomenal product that is activates the microbiome, and the product is called Activate Biome. And so it restores your gut and gets rid of the bad bacteria and uh, replenishes the good bacteria. So I love that because it also gives you clarity, but it helps in many other ways too. So those are a couple of our key products that are really phenomenal for the gut-brain access and mental health. And my mom has actually been on the one product for five years, our flagship product, Calibrate. And I feel it's really helped her um, slow the process of dementia down um, and that she's still around and she's 90. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, I've been uh, taking the products now for, I don't know, three weeks or so, and I've noticed a huge difference. Uh, There's two other products that I'd love to talk about. One is the keto product, and the other one is Resonate. So let's do the keto one first.
4: Okay. Um, So a little bit, too, about our products. They're all based on science. So they're based on the science of nutrigenomics, which I know is a big word, but it's basically nutrition that talks to the genes and your cells, so that it switches on your cells. So our keto product is unlike other products on the market that are, you know, everybody hears about the ketogenic diet and keto products, but ours is actually working with your liver to switch the ketones the body makes on. So you've um, actually go into ketosis and get going into ketosis within five minutes. So our slogan is you feel it in 15 minutes and see it in 15 days because, even if you're not on a strict ketogenic diet, it's getting the body into its own natural ketosis. The other product you mentioned, Resonate, it's actually um, a jade medallion that you can wear in your pocket. You can put it on a chain and wear it. You can put it in your refrigerator um, because it's infused with bioscalar energy as well as all of our consumable products are also infused with um, bioscalar energy. If you're into energy healing, you may know what scalar energy is. But the medallion, the Resonate, it really basically grounds you. It keeps your body strong to um, mitigate, you know, what we're dealing with on a daily basis with all the Wi-Fi devices around us and the e-smog in our world. And so it really helps with that. And then, like I said, I put it in the fridge because um, I'm a vegan and have been for years. And so I have lots of fruits and vegetables and it extends the shelf life of that vegetable by at least two weeks. It's amazing. So just the energy it's you know, giving everything. So that's a little bit about those two. Yeah. Well, well, I'm very... a... Oh, sorry. Ken, go ahead.
1: It's okay. Sorry. I didn't know. Okay. So I'm excited about you being part of the Keep Smiling Movement because if you think about it, if you have clarity and you have products that actually cause you to have clarity and have a better uh, wellness factor, you're actually impacting the world on a higher level. So that part is so cool. And I can't wait to share not only your story, but where people can actually find out about you more. So how can people actually read about this and connect with you?
4: Yeah, just at our website, we have lots of videos, lots of information, lots of information on the science behind the product. but it's just clarity.com, C-L-A-R, and like I said, the number 8, T-Y.com. So just clarity without the I, I replace the I with an 8.
2: Robin, uh, with uh, with resonate too. I just wanted to mention uh, that um, when we talked about the different research uh, for that, you and I had a discussion about the biofeedback with the loop of um, smiles and how that leads to happiness. Um, mm-hmm. I. Um, oh, I, I was saying Ken presented at an, um, a science conference and uh, was able to share about the energy uh, that works within the within the jade. Uh, Ken, go ahead and go next.
1: Well, no, go ahead and address that, and then I wanted to know if you have any events. Um,
4: with the loop, so the medallion is like, it's a jade medallion, and so jade is actually a living stone, as we all know, so it really um, can absorb the energy and hold the energy, And, um, the medallion, if you look, there's a circle in the middle. So it's like the energy can flow and continue endlessly because there's like a figure eight movement going on the whole way. And that's scalar energy goes in a wave movement. And so it flows. So that's a little bit about the flow of the energy and keeping that energy going. And yeah, smiles are just the energy of life and our love and smiles is what I feel guides us all. So, um, Events, we do, um, we don't have any big event planned yet. We are working on one at the beginning of 2020, first quarter, but we do have an event at, um, Greg Reed is the president of our company. Um, some of you may have known Greg, Greg Reed. He's written numerous books, published movies, and uh, produced movies, I mean, and um, published um, quite a few really phenomenal books. And as a speaker around the world, so he's the president of our country company, and he's going to have an event at his house August 4th. If you're in Southern California, you can reach out and hear about that event, um, but it's going to be just an afternoon event at his home August 4th.
1: Well, I mean, he may actually be the president of our country in the future, too. So don't feel that faux pas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: All
1: right. Well, we're going to go rapid fire early because there's so many questions we can ask both of you. So, Phyllis, are you there? I hope so.
3: Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me?
1: Okay. Yes, good. So, Phyllis, we're going to ask... Quick questions to both of you. You're going to start each round, and you'll give a quick answer, and then we'll move to the next one. So I love to start off with books that change your life, so you can give one or two books that change your life.
3: Um, I would say For One More Day and The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album.
1: Amen. That is a good one. And go that ahead, is a good
4: one. Uh,
3: Think and Grow Rich and
1: The
4: Magic by Rhonda Byrne.
1: Cool. Andrea?
2: I would like to know what song inspires you and gets you pumped up and moving.
3: Okay, I'll go first. Um, (laughs) We Are the Champions by Queen. Robin? I love
4: that. Um, That's a hard one. I love so many songs, but the latest one I've been listening to is Make It Sweet by Old Dominion. I just love that. Life is short, (laughs) make it
1: sweet. (laughs) Well, with the summer being all hot and sweaty we need those inside inspirational movies to keep us alive so phyllis name one or two movies that inspire you oh gee one or two movies
3: um i would say uh wait give me a second i'm just trying to think of the name of it oh my goodness um
1: and, and go to robin? I, I
3: refer to it we can yeah to robin to someone else
1: all right, well, we won't go to somebody else. I'm not a movie-goer. We'll I'm subjects.
3: sorry to say, but um,
4: so I'm not a moviegoer at all. That one movie I just saw that Greg Reed produced, and it's just an incredible story, and you cry, you laugh. It's it's called Wish Man, and it's the story of Frank um, Shankwitz that started the make wish Foundation.
1: You know, if I didn't know better, I would think Greg was calling each of our guests. We've had five <laughs> of our last six guests say, Wish Man is not only the best movie of the year, but in some cases, the most inspiring movie they've ever seen. So I agree with yeah, you, though. That movie incredible. is definitely a top five. I mean, Sylvester Stallone, watch out. Frank's coming for you. <laughs> all right, Phyllis, you ready?
3: Um, I, I'm just, uh, it's with Robin Williams and Matt Damon.
1: Um, Good Will Hunting. I can't remember the can name say, of the movie. Can I say Goodwill Hunting?
3: Yes. Yeah. Goodness. I had a moment there. Yes, good old hunting. One of my favorites. I, yeah, but
1: Absolutely. Phyllis, what do I win? What do I win for guessing uh, that?
3: You know, I'll <laughs> have to come up with something special for you because you know he talks about how you need wisdom to understand the meaning of life and the meaning behind the words that you know the character is just spouting, and so it's about wisdom, it's about age, it's about experience.
1: Exactly, experience being the underlying word, and I got to say, in all this clarity, I just came with that title right away and that, I just saw it last week for the I think I don't know eighth or ninth time so I'm losing count so uh, next question is Andreas go ahead
2: and, and I just want to remind people Frank Shankowitz also has a Keep Smiling book so you two are among another great person and that leads to the next question what charity do you love to support Phyllis uh,
3: I would say the Alzheimer well I would say Alzheimer's or Parkinson's foundation awesome and Robin
1: Um, Veteran. Veterans? Okay. So, a little plug here. These Keep Smiling Books, when we sell them, they help all kinds of charities, foundations, and in our own nonprofit, we like to actually help those that don't have the ability to smile because they either have some bad situations that happen in their life or they have some physical ailments that are stopping their smile from happening. So, that's part of what these books are being done for. So, Mm -hmm. next question. I will go with a person that you have met that changed your life that you'd like to say thank you to? Phyllis? Oh,
3: that's a hard one because I, I know I was thinking about mentors and obviously I haven't met this person because they're not alive. Well, so you can say I who
1: have... you'd love to meet too. So that's, that's fine. Either well,
3: okay, um, okay, so I, I w- you know, there are two people and I refer to them a lot and that is Rosa Parks and Gandhi and that's because it was one person, one person's you know, resolute resolute, you know, behavior, attitude in thinking or vision and and look what happens as a result of it. And so I've always, you know, quoted them and lived by that, that one person can make a difference. And anybody who thinks they can't is is just not, you know, I don't know. They're, they're just not seeing well, the bigger picture, how much of an yep. impact they can really make. Well,
1: we're going to keep this, we're going to keep it really short because we got to go to break. Uh, we got to finish the show. So, um, Robin, go ahead.
4: Um, I think just my grandfather. He's just an incredible person and so loving and caring for everybody.
1: Very good. Uh, Andrea, last question. Andrea? Okay, I'll finish the last question with a quote that you live by. Phyllis? Uh,
3: some, men dream, some men see things as they are and ask why I drink things that never were and say why not. Beautiful. Mm, that's
4: Robin? a good one. What you believe you can achieve.
1: Okay. And little bonus, how do people connect with you? Phyllis?
3: Uh, They can email me at phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, at voiceforeldercare.com, or visit my website, www.voiceforeldercare.com.
1: And what are the name of your books?
3: Uh, Overdue, Quality Care for Our Elder Citizens, and From Nursing Homes to Rehabilitation Centers, What Every Person Needs to Know, are both on Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
1: And one of the things I loved about when we were talking, Phyllis, is how big you want to play because when I told you we were sending these books to some very big networks, you said, "Count me in i want my I want to be on those shows I want to share my message so go ahead and uh share your dream this year very quickly uh,
3: yeah, absolutely, thanks for asking that so i would uh i've been thinking about this for a while would love to. Uh, be part of Fareed Zakaria's Global Public Square to have a conversation about how we're treating our elders. And obviously, it's a, it's a global issue, so I think it's appropriate for his show. I'd love to be on Good Morning America. And um, to be perfectly... Uh, actually, I came up with this the other day. Maria Shriver has a podcast, and I would love to be on that podcast and bring this issue you know, to the forefront of her conversation because she's so involved in Alzheimer's. I met her a few years ago and, you know, I've been continuing to send books and I'm going to continue to do that until somebody says, okay, I think we need to speak with this person.
1: Well, very good, Phyllis. I have to say that you are very persistent and that is the reason you're on the show. That's the reason that you actually are doing Mm -hmm. one of the top 100 key smiling book projects so thank you so much for not only your persistence, but your big heart to make a difference in the world. Robin? Thank you so much, Kim. Your turn. Share people how can people reach- can connect with you.
4: Yeah, they can reach me at info, I-N-F-O, at clarity, C-L-A-R, the number 8 dot com, or they can call our customer service line and always leave a message for me at 949-328-7855.
1: Okay, and... You know, given that you may be part of this, key smiling if you choose to be, um, what would be a dream that would come out of that for this year? Oh, me? Yes.
3: Oh, would uh, be a dream that would come out of it? Well, you know something? I, You know, you had this dream of of connecting with 10 million people. I had this dream of connecting with 1 million people, which may be a small dream. I, I just want to believe that as people smile at each other and realize they care for one another that it will inspire them to speak about and connect on many different issues and and the importance of how we care for each other no matter what age we are and no matter where we live or what our conditions
1: well my dream is hopefully bigger than ten million I know yours is as well but my ten million is just the impact I think the The 100 books we'll have are on the low side. But I just want to say thank you, Phyllis and Robin, for being part of this great segment about how we amplify hope, leadership, love, and actually respect our elders because they have the wisdom to actually expedite our success. And I just love the fact that you guys are playing so big. So this is Ken Rashawn with Amplified Radio Show and Influencer Channel and has been brought to you by the Red Carpet Connection the key smiling movement and big events usa we'll see you next week
0: we hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of amplified be sure to join ken rashaan again next monday at 11 a.m eastern time and 8 a.m pacific time on the voice america influencers channel now go get your message heard